नमस्ते जय शिवाय लेट्स टॉक अबाउट वन वेरी स्पेसिफिक वे ऑफ डूइंग धारणा वन पॉइंटेडनेस एंड देन if that one pointedness when that state of one pointedness is achieved and one goes past beyond that then dhyana happens and when goes one goes beyond dhyana then samadhi happens svikalpa samadhi happens so let's talk about this one very specific way so patanjali talks about it in the 36th sutra of samadhi pada so 1.36 sutra number 1.36 he talks about this state specifically and the reason for that is that he want to talk about this specifically because one stands a very good chance of staying stuck there for months and years or having bhranti darshan means illusionary gyan as a result of staying stuck in this state for a long time so what he says is if you become one pointed or you do dharna of your heart area in your heart area in your anahata area anahata chakra heart chakra area if you become one pointed there then there is you enter into the pundarikaksha pundarikaksha means he is saying that your heart how your heart especially the upper section of your heart the articles are um, the ones the chambers which store pure blood right so that it is like more like you know a closed bud a bud of a lotus flower and the big aorta that is coming out of your heart and then that aorta main artery which goes down in your body all the way it crosses all the way in front of our body and especially in the navel area and sometimes uh, if we are not careful and if we twist our body or try to lift our body weight and if there we are weak or stressed then actually it gets twisted okay it gets twisted and somebody has to pull our legs to to untwist it or untangle it it gets twisted around your navel area and there is lot of pain in your abdomen and in your um navel area in hindi we call it nas chadna or dhan chad jana right it gives you a lot of pain in your abdomen so that is the aorta that he is talking about that's the structure he is talking about and he calls it pundarikaksha lotus bud okay so when you when somebody does a dharana on this lotus bud then he actually enters buddhi what you experience is what you enter into is your own buddhi intellect you enter into that and what happens when you enter into buddhi there you actually feel the anadi and anant vistar means 
the vastness like ocean. So vastness of the ocean cannot be felt if you are on the shore. Because on your left, on your right, you can see the beach, the edge of the ocean. So you cannot experience the vastness. But if you go few miles within the ocean, then what you will see is just water everywhere. No end to water. Right? Such vastness. Now, most people have experienced ocean, but not everybody has gone to the space. So another example of to explain the vastness would be space. That there is no end. No left, no right, no up, no down. There is just the vastness. This anadi ananta like vastness. They are not saying it is anadi ananta. But what it seems like is the uninfinite, unlimited expanse of the Buddhi. Yes, our Buddhi is that kind of a field. Our Buddhi is that kind of a Anadi Anant kind of a space. The expanse of Buddhi is like that. So when you become one-pointed on the heart chakra area, on Anahata area, and you enter into the lotus bud of your Buddhi, when you do dharana onto that, you become one-pointed on that. Then you enter buddhi, your intellect. And your intellect feels like infinite cosmos. And the sense is lost, like what am I doing is lost. Just that I am is existent at that time. It's the heightened, extremely heightened state of one-pointedness. See, Pananjali is saying it very clearly. This is not dhyana. If you entered this state, this is not dhyana. Dhyana is going past this state. But he is explaining just this state itself. So he is saying two things are experienced. One is the vast expanse of your buddhi. Like space, like ocean, vastness is experienced. And because just the sense of asmita is there that I am. I am who I am. Suppose you are Mr. John. So then I am John. Suppose you are Miss so and so. So I am so and so. That kind of sense is there. Okay. So... Then what happens is, it feels like as if you are flying around. You can fly around if you want to. Because you have the sense that I am. So you can using that sense, you can attach it. You can further downgrade it. You can play around. It may feel like, and people actually get into the play of, Okay, I met celestial beings, I met God, I was talking to spirits, I saw this planet, I saw this dimension, I saw that dimension. All that happens because you have entered into the infinite space, cosmic nature of intelligence, intellect. You have entered there. And uh, now one can start playing there. 
and if you start playing there there is no way you are going to be going to get in dhyana right <laughs> and another major thing so you what was your physical experience was that there is a vast expanse that you are experiencing another thing that you are experiencing is just asmita that i am and uh, third thing that you experience is that so much pleasantness no suffering and that is why patanjali calls it the uh, vishoka state vishoka shoka means suffering so patanjali is saying this is the vishoka state means there is no suffering in it it's absolute pleasantness so much joy and pleasantness no suffering at all people get addicted of this thing especially those who are trying to escape those seekers those who are trying to become seekers become yogi they get addicted to this state because it's a non suffering state and some of those who want to be psychic who want to play with the spirit talk to dead talk to alive talk to this talk to celestial being do all kinds of drama play with all the cosmic objects play with the internal world just like you were playing outside in the world you are playing inside in the world so there is no difference from the yogic standpoint you haven't had been into dhyana this is just an extreme state of one pointedness do not get addicted here do not get stuck here otherwise dhyana will never happen to you many people marshi dayanand when he explains the same sutra uh 1.36 of patanjali when he explains the vishoka state he says that those who get stuck here start enjoying this non suffering state they often get bhranti darshan illusionary wisdom happens to them as a result of being stuck here and what is that illusionary wisdom especially those who have studied all kind of vedanta dvaita advaita theories <laughs> they stand a higher chance of becoming confused here and having bhranti darshan illusionary gyan thinking that that which they feel is only kevalyam they think they mistake it with you know kevalyam state that this is it i have arrived <laughs> come on not even the dhyana has happened to you and you are thinking this is it i have arrived i am in some kind of samadhi no you are not even in dhyana okay so just because the from the sense of the sense that i am asmita they mistake it with samadhi savikalpa samadhi some people go even further than that in their illusionary wisdom bhranti gyan and they think that oh that which feels like anadi ananta that which feels so expensive vast with no beginning no end beginningless endless that is what parmatma that is what divine is no <laughs> that is just buddhi okay how can we know now that a person is having a bhranti darshan 
or that a person is in Vishoka state and has been stuck there and he is mistaking it with Samadhi or the one who is actually in Samadhi or actually in Dhyana. How do we differentiate between who is who has gone wrong and where? Very clear example it is there. The person who is stuck here in this Vishoka state is not going to show any signs of any transformation whatsoever after they come out of this state. They will still have their Raga, Dvesha, Abhinivesha, all Chitvrattis, all drama going on. And they are not even able to see what drama is going on within them. They are blind yet. Real Jnana has not happened to them. While those who will go really go into Dhyana, really are in Samadhi, where just Asmita is. They will show serious signs of transformation within. They'll have no hold of Raga, Dvesha, Abhinivesha, Asmita, ignorance on them. Real Gyan, so that which seems like Gyan is happening to me, and one is really a Gyan is happening to me. Okay? So when real gyan happens through dhyana or through samadhi, people have less nonsense, less hold. They are clearly able to perceive themselves. It's not a big deal. It's not at all a big deal to meet celestial beings and spirits and ghosts and yakshkinnar, apsara and all sorts of celestial beings, cosmic beings and fly around, travel astrally, all that is just a, just a very, very, very childish in comparison to what samadhi or what dhyana is. So mind it, this state is not even dhyana. You can play however much you want to. You can see all lights and sound show there and meet all kinds of beings there. And you can think I have reached a very high state. No, you have you you have not even entered dhyana. Okay? So no need to confuse. If somebody's seekers often talk about their experiences with each other and they just confuse each other at times. A people who is playing cosmically by entering this Pundrikaksham state or the Vishoka state and being in their Pundrikaksh means being in their buddhi, in their intellect. And the vast expanse of this, if they start flying around and having all these experiences and suddenly the person who is actually a dhyani will start thinking, well, all I can see is the nonsense that goes on in my head. So he is acquiring, the one who goes into dhyana and is acquiring and goes into samadhi is acquiring the true nature of who he is, who or what he is. Well, these people are still acquiring the knowledge about who everybody else is. They still don't know who they are. They're still acquiring, trying to play around with who other person is. What good is that if I know who is Mr. Sharma, but I don't know who I am? What good is it is that I know who this celestial being is, this that, that dimension is, what this planet is, that planet is, this dimension is, that dimension is, this thing, that thing. I know heck about everything. I don't know about my, myself. So mind it. Yogic journey, being a seeker, requires having enough vairagya from within. 
If in this state you do not keep your practice, your vairagya, your dispassion from the internal world, you stand a very big chance. And then there is no difference. Bhogi is a bhogi is a bhogi is a bhogi. Okay? Bhogi means those who have never entered dhyana. So bhogi is the one who either gets indulged with external subjects of the sansara or the internal subjects of the sansara. Sansara, the world, consists of your inner world and external world, both. That which is invisible or that which is visible to this physical eyes, both. So sorry, do not be mistaken. A lot of people enter into Vishoka and Bhranti Gyan happens to them thinking that they are in Dhyana, they are in Samadhi. No, they are never, no, nowhere actually. They have not gone into dhyana. The samadhi has not happened to them. It's just that they have entered this nice, pleasant, non-suffering state. Okay? Vishoka state. Vishoka state either could be asmitavarti. Asmitavarti state means where just the sense that I am this. I am. Just that sense is remaining. And when you start playing with, oh, I am this and I am meeting a celestial being. You start playing with the subjects in your inner world, in your uh, buddhi, in the expanse of your buddhi, in the expanse of your vastness of your intellect. When you start playing with other subjects, then it is called as Vishoka state, which is Vishayavarti. Means the one which contains the subject as well as the asmita. So there are two types of Vishoka state. One in which you stay with the dharna, with the one-pointedness that I am so and so. Another one is I am so and so doing this and that, playing this and that, flying here and there, doing all these, indulging with all different kinds of subjects, cosmic subjects, in, inner world subjects. So do not be mistaken if somebody tells you about their Vishoka state. Well, you have had Dhyana. I, have, I, have, I recently had this uh, conversation with somebody where the person actually is a Dhyani and have had Samadhi and all those things. But uh, the person that they know, the other seeker, they were trying to get into Dhyana and since years and years they are in this blissful, peaceful, non-suffering state. So actually the one who is in Dhyana actually suffers, right? When you are on the journey of walking your own, seeing yourself, then you see all your chitvritis, your raga, your dvesha and it's painful and it's really, really you are miserable most of the time. While this person seems very happy, non-suffering at all and they think that they have become some big big deal because they are able to see all kinds of cosmic things and they are able to interact with all the subjects in the cosmos so they both got confused the first one thought i am in a higher state while uh, this person who is in dhyana he thought wow what a state they are not suffering and i'm suffering here and then i have to tell them that no <laughs> So Patanjali has very specifically talked about this Vishoka state. So I hope you understand that. And if you are if you are stuck here, you can either go to your guru and ask them or you can come to me and you can ask your question if you think you have been stuck into this state for a long time. And those who are dhyani and seekers, 
Dhyani, those who are having dhyana and samadhi, don't get fooled by all this. Okay? Namaste. Jai Shivai.